When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with the Hackmaster Master Ralph D. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we will be right back. Got a lot of great guests today. Got a little sad news to share with you. Did Aretha die? Not that. We'll see Other sad news? All right, we'll talk about it after the break. Tom Bernard Show. Tease We're going news. right into break, so we'll be right back. Tease bad news. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes mm-hmm. them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Hollywood, Hollywood swinging. That's all I have to say to you. 
Catherine, of course, uh, has some bad news delivered to me. Uh, it's not Aretha. Aretha did not die yet, but she's going to die any minute now, apparently. She's in hospice mm-hmm. care, and she's mm-hmm. not doing well at all. Sad. I blame Kristen Burt. It's your fault. I'm not even in Detroit. Yeah, that's true. You're not <laughs> You're even in Detroit. Cl- you are closer to her, so I think it is your fault. Oh. Apparently she looks cute, but she's really the Grim Reaper. Oh, are you talking about Kristen as a grim, a cute grim yeah. reaper? That'd be the best kind, I guess. No, Rita's had cancer for quite a while. Yeah. She hasn't yeah. made it public. She didn't want to talk about it, which is totally fair. It's nobody's business, but um, this looks like sadly it's the end. They said she's you know very underweight and you know not feeling well, and that. Mm. I mean, some of the reports yesterday they were like her death is imminent which is yeah. super sad. Mm-hmm. It is. Did you get a chance to hear her filling in for Pavarotti at an opera singing Nessun Dorma? Mm-hmm. I have heard it on YouTube. I didn't see it uh, live or anything. I was God, is it, It's wonderful. <laughs> to, to, you know, she amazing starts, voice. Yeah, yeah she really. has one of the greatest voices. She's probably my favorite singer of all time, man or woman Aww. or whatever. She just was, I loved her so much. And I, I was telling the story, yes, but I'll tell it again. Bob Sansevier, who does sports reporting on our show and, and he co-hosts his own pod, or he hosts his own podcast, he said, Tom, i got to tell you something. This was 20, 25 years ago. He goes, one of the defensive linemen, I walked into the Vikings uh, training camp, I walked into the locker room, and one of the defensive linemen, and he told me who it is, but I won't rat the guy out. The guy was in the shower singing Respect by Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Only he was misspelling the word respect. R P T E Z. What? <laughs> maybe he didn't know it was a word. <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't know it was a word. That's a possibility. He, maybe he didn't know it was even a Ooh, word. That's, that's raw to say they don't know it's a word, man. Words are hard. Come on. R P T E E C S. But so much of certain cultures is respect. And if you disrespect, I mean, yeah, come on. Looking it through. Yeah. It's all true. Funny. All right, so Catherine has some sad news to deliver, and it's not beyond Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Franklin. Beyond Aretha <laughs> no, Franklin, but just as sad. Yeah, he's our he's former governor to us. Uh, he's not a governor. I mean, sorry, he's a U.S. senator, mayor of St. Paul. Yes, U.S. senator. Uh, he's been in the politi- political arena for a very long time. And he's been a family friend for 32 years. Yeah. Norm Coleman's cancer's come back and it was all over his Facebook page. So I'm not spilling any beans, but it's very sorry sad. to hear that. I remember I Norm Coleman from my days. In yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. So Catherine, do they think it's going to be a tough road to hoe? Well, or? He's going to, you know, undergo chemo again. Yeah. So, can it's interesting, all the you know, the DNA, my DNA responds to this, and it's just, it, it is, I'm glad that cancer treatment has come. So far. So far, exactly. It has. But he had, he had been cancer-free for two years, which was great, but right. now it's come back, so Doctor Dr. Basham, is it possible, could he beat this again? Oh, he could go into remission again. Yeah, it depends okay. on the how responsive it is to the chemotherapy, and chemotherapy's changed so much, there's immunotherapy now, so there's... You know, it just has advanced so much. You know, my uh, my grandmother had had was you know early on when they were doing chemotherapy. I remember her hair falling out, mm. and remember this is whoa, this is over fifty years ago. Yeah, and you know, and she she succumbed to the to lymphoma that she had, 
yet today many lymphomas are controlled or put in remission for years. Um, and there's certain kind of uh, um, there's certain kinds of leukemia that were uh, almost 100% fatal for children now are cured, like cured, done. That's they don't wonderful. get it again. That's amazing. I mean, so Thank huge God. advances. Yeah. Thank God. Actually, the only DNA problem that I have in my family is most of the people die of being jerks. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if there's anything I can do about well, that. That's you a whole the, other ball of wax. You got the, that's a yeah, whole, that's other, a whole <laughs> other podcast. You, get the, you have the jerk gene. You have the jerk gene. You die of being an owly jerk. That's just how it is. Uh, but it's only the men. It's not the women. It's just the men who die of being an owly jerks in my family. <laughs> the women don't. It all works out in the end. Um, it's our best of norm. Yes, our best to Norm and his entire family have known his children since the day they were born. It's just, it's really sad news because Norm and I spent a lot of time together back in the day. How old are his kids now? They were itty bitty when I was 30, uh, living in his Minnesota. Son, his son's got to be 30. Oh, yeah. His daughter's like wow. 20. Aren't there his kids the same They're age as very, our kids? I think Jake might be a year older than Andy and... <laughs> daughter may be a year younger than yeah house. that might be right i think that's how it works so 27 and 32 something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. somewhere in there in any case but obviously uh, our prayers and thoughts go out to them and i don't know what my prayers are worth but you know probably your, not much your, your meditations are worth a lot my meditations there you go but you know it's just that kind of deal so in any case way to cheer us up Kristen. <laughs> This is me, the bearer of wonderful news. (laughs) Bearer of wonderful news. Glad tidings. So, are there any tapes of you calling someone the N-word like there is supposedly of President Trump? No, and for him it seems like there are multiple tapes, but nobody really wants to release them except for Omarosa, who just doesn't give a flying anything. Um, And it's just like... She's got every. She's like, I'm going to burn the whole place down. Here's yeah, tape, what a tape, shock. Here's the tape. The, the, here's my issue with Omarosa, and she's she's a very smart, well-educated woman. Mm-hmm. She has spent so many years walking that villain line, whether it's reality yeah, or even yeah. her public persona in the White House. It's hard to take any of this seriously. Mm-hmm. But had she just been a woman who, again, so well-educated, so smart, but had just kind of followed a path uh, of a little bit less sensationalism i would be listening to this a little bit more now i have a question for everybody i don't know if you've heard it and chris and uh, i hope you've heard it but she got in this battle with savannah guthrie and that was so weird mm-hmm. she was being interviewed and then they started battling it out what was that all about i think savannah and i understand what was happening here savannah was trying to ask follow-up questions because of the way that Omarosa was leading the conversation instead of answering the question right away. She would like go around the topic, come back into it, and then finally answer it. I think Savannah was, as a journalist, trying to hit those follow-up questions because Omarosa was wandering. Omarosa then got frustrated that she kept on being interrupted by Savannah, and then all hell broke loose. That's my interpretation. It's pretty amazing. You know, I, I bring this up once in a while, but but in 1970, I lived in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And I, well, I was their roommate. They they had rented the apartment, and then I uh, became a roommate. Uh, Victor and his sister Gail, both black people, from Florida. And only in the house, not in public, but he used to call me that every day. 
that's what his nickname that's was for me. That's a long way from Florida to North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, well, he was in the he was in the Air Force. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in the Air Force up there, SAC base up there. Okay. And then he and he attended college at University of North Dakota. That's why they stayed in town. But um, yeah, Sister Gail was a beauty queen, as a matter of fact, a queen of something. I don't know what it was, but but yeah, he used to call me like he would say, like you know. Man, I'm kind of tired. And you go, N-word, please. Don't give me that. I'm tired. You aren't even tired. You don't even work. You just do an announcer. <laughs> Dumbass N-word. That's wow. how he would talk to me. All the time. That was his nickname for me. So I was like, ooh. That, I, again, he never did it in public ever. But, uh, but at the house, he was very comfortable with that whole situation. So I don't, I don't know where this is all, all headed. But... The only thing, as I said, that scares me to death is you can make anybody say whatever you want on a piece of tape. Yeah. It's yeah. really scary. <laughs> Dr. Baron Cohen, hello. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you can, uh, you can also make the tape sounding like someone saying it, and you can make a videotape sounding like that and a movie sounding whoever you want and that's looking true. however you want. So it's kind of, I don't know, odd. It's a tough road to hoe these days because they can, you can be as big a jerk as they want you to be. You know, it's too bad that we've gotten down to uh, th- to that point. Uh, and, and, Kristen, you lived in town, so I, I want to run this by. I don't want everybody else in the studio here's opinion on this. A woman has accused our uh, former congressman. He's running for attorney general now. Uh, I hope he doesn't get elected because he's going to do nothing but work on Washington, D.C. and ignore Minnesota. He's not going to be a good attorney general for Minnesota. He's, I don't like the guy at all, but a woman has accused him of uh, domestic violence, of dragging her off the bed while screaming all kinds of words at her. He says it didn't happen. She says it did happen, and she has a tape of it happening, but she doesn't want to release it to the public because she thinks it would damage women who don't have proof it happened to them. Well, If you don't have proof, then too bad. That's basically how our justice system not, works. That's not how people have decided to go, Andy. I know exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you 100%. But people think now women don't should not even have to come up with proof that it happened. Well, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, that's that, a horrible that, attitude. That's a horrible idea, a really bad idea. People's <laughs> lives and their families' lives can be ruined, and it's a possibility none of it could be true. No, I don't want to take away from women who have suffered this kind of thing. Sexual harassment, sexual assault, rape, I mean, all of it, it's, it's horrendous, no question. But I just think, so basically, if you get a person who's mentally ill, who decides they don't like you, they could do this to you and they don't even have to prove it? Yeah. Well, you're nuts. I mean, that's the problem. Or would that be defensible in court? Uh, you know, that's really great, except for this person's crazy. It doesn't matter. The jury can vote however they want. Uh, isn't that a, it's very, very scary for people. If you're a public figure, it's probably eventually going to happen to you. That's just how life is now. Well, it was interesting at that uh, boot camp that we were at. There, there was a panel, and this guy said, you know, uh, one thing I want to tell everybody is that you, you need to get rid of your Twitter histories. Everybody should do that because you never know how anybody's going to interpret anything anymore. And he was recommending this app called Tweet Delete. Yeah, Tweet Delete. Yeah. And I'm like, Tweet Deleter, I think it is. Yeah, or something like that. Tweet so Deleter. It's just unbelievable that, you know, everybody has to feel so frightened of something that they might have said that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they didn't mis- even say it. Is it possible for the people who find these tweets to be able to 
go online and enter new words into tweets you supposedly posted, or is that well, not sure. possible? Well, sure. You, yeah, they, can hack. So. they can hack into an account. You could Photoshop something. Yeah, if they're sure. just screenshots. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, well the ha- people change it. You never said it on Twitter, and they it looks like you did? Yeah. That's you can terrible. Do that. Well, isn't there, like, an app or something God. that you can do that where – um, cause they, they had a lot of those going around during, uh, the campaign, uh, for the presidential race between oh, Hillary yeah. and Trump. Yeah. And they were saying, they would say stuff back and forth, but they were fake tweets, but it looks like a real yeah, screen cap of a Twitter feed. There you have it right there. I just hope there's never a tweet released about me being nice to someone because it's a <laughs> flat would, out lie. And it would damage your reputation. It would damage horribly. my reputation. <laughs> And I might not die of jerkism like the rest of the guys <laughs> in my family. Now, I, it, it's just gotten so dead. You, they can make pictures, do whatever you, they want them to, uh, audio. Now I find out they can change your Facebook posts and your tweets. They, they can phony those up. It's, what a horrible world it is right now. Don't you think? It's a dumpster fire, Tom. Let's just it be is. honest. <laughs> it is a dumpster fire. You're 100% correct. I, I just... I just hate to see it happen because eventually what's going to happen, and here's the my biggest fear, you keep messing around with social media and tapes and pictures and all that, somebody's going to get killed over this. They're going to have to change libel law so that doing something like that is libel because it basically is. Because it is. You're absolutely right. If you but, went on TV and said, if you just like publicly said that someone said something that they didn't actually say, yeah, that's slander. So, I mean... Why is the digital version of that any different? I couldn't agree more. Has there any been, uh, uh, Christian, has there been any backlash to the New York Times and their uh, um, hiring of Ms. Oh, yeah. Shong? Has, have they, have they oh, gone God. back on that because of her I anti-police tweets and her uh, anti- I, I mean, if you look at Twitter, yeah, I mean, any of the comments underneath New York Times on any article these days, they, they're getting backlash left and right. Over a variety of topics, not just her. But, but in particular, her. I mean, her tweets were uh, very uh, caustic uh, or acid, either way, depending on how you look at it, where you're a cytic or a basic person. And they, they the but New York Times has, has still stood by her, yet they would go insane if uh, it had been uh, other kinds of tweets. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's a real uh, inconsistency there. And I, I, her credibility, I think, is really lost. And I think the, yeah. the paper is going to lose its credibility. and. We'll see. You know, if their subscription rates start dropping, you know, they'll, they'll do already, something quick. I already canceled my subscription. I will tell you this, I think though. people on both sides of the fence have canceled yep, uh, New yep. York Times subscriptions. Yep. I, I don't necessarily think, like, oh, it's just the Republicans. I There are no. plenty of Democrats that have canceled their subscription. All right. We will be right back in two minutes more with Kristen Burt right after this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. Just like at my house, Tommy. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're going to love it. This is Tom Wynott Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. There's no sunshine in my life. You're lying. Oh, my God. Here comes the sun. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Kristen Burt in Los Angeles. Um, Kristen, for the first time that I, in years that I can remember, I actually want to see four of the top five movies that are out. How yeah. is that possible? Oh, so you want to see Mamma Mia? I do not want to see Mamma Mia. <laughs> but that's in, that's in like seventh place. I want to go to Mamma Mia with Tom so he can hate watch it. <laughs> hate watching. Well, Alex went and saw it, and she said, uh, mm-hmm. if I hadn't had a glass of wine while I was watching it, it probably would have been pretty bad. I would guess that 90% of people watch it have drank wine in the past hour. <laughs> so probably a good idea. Speaking I mean, of hate watching, you know what I just saw? What? Battlefield Earth. Oh my oh god, it's supposed to be the worst oh, movie ever made. Why? What is wrong with you? Is, <laughs> what is wrong? Well, the with first you? half is it's like the room. It's good because it's just so bad. There's so much about it that's entertaining. But then the second half is basically just Star Wars but crappy. So. Well, I thought that John Travolta, I thought they were ripping off Star Trek. He looked like a Vulcan in that he did. thing. He absolutely did. Yeah, but that's a whole Scientology thing. Uh, uh, yeah, Elton Hubbard wrote it, I think. Uh, yeah, 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 it was based uh. off of the teachings of Scientology, what they believed. Honestly, the... <laughs> we just lined their pockets. The core, the core plot wasn't the problem. The problem was the director. Uh, namely that well, Kristen, I'm sure you know what a canted angle is. Yep. Yeah. Um, lie. You for just the lie. rest of you, <laughs> I don't know. Basically, it used to be a lot more prevalent that if you wanted to make the viewer feel on edge, you would tilt the camera slightly for a shot or two. Oh, right. So yeah. it's like you know, a shot of a monster. They would you know tilt the camera because it would make you feel. Well, that's it. what they did in the Batman, the old Batman yeah, exactly. TV yeah, series. Whatever did, right. the villain would come on, yep. they would. Yeah. Tilt the camera so that you look lopsided. But in Battlefield Earth, see, the director heard that tilting the camera will make the viewer feel unsettled. 
So literally the entire movie is tilted. Oh, my God. Every single shot is tilted. Oh. And it looks horrible. So why didn't they add a little blur witch trial or witch, witch thing in and you shake it while they're at it? Shake yeah, it and tilt it. Oh. Surprisingly, not a whole lot of shaky cam. Okay. That was probably before that before era, shaky though. Cam, yeah. yeah. Did you lose a bet, Andy? Is that why you watched it? Yeah. <laughs> it was on Netflix. Oh. So I was like, hey. Oh, she didn't pay for it. Anyway. No. no. Wait, wait, wait. There's like 8 million things on Netflix, including original series, and I was the only come up with well, i thought i needed to see it eventually it's well, one of those movies no. that you need to see to believe i think well believe how bad it is oh, okay yeah yeah that's yeah, bad well kristen i saw mission impossible fallout which is fantastic i saw the meg it's so good right yes did you it, like the meg i did i actually did like yeah. the meg i want to see the meg that's one of them it's it's one of those just fun Popcorn. Yeah, yeah, I mean I like the acting's those. not the greatest. It's but like Sharknado, kinda. No, it's actually not as cheesy. I mean, no, it's, <laughs> it's, not as cheesy. it's cheesy at times, but there's a lot of humor in it. I don't know. I thought it was good. It was suspenseful at times. There were some scenes you know that you're were getting into too. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, you yeah. know that this is not going to be an Oscar-winning film, but you're just going to go and have fun. It's the summer film, and you're happy with that. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. It's exactly right. When you go see Godzilla, you go see Star Wars, you go see uh-huh. the Mission Impossible. It can't be bad. It can't be. It's not really good. It's just. It's yeah. it's a Mission Impossible movie. It's just it's entertainment. It's, yeah, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's you know what they should have done with the Meg. Build it like it is, but then it turns out you go to the movie and it's this British film about the Meg's, you know, son has cancer and he has to come to terms with that. And, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And then his wife leaves him. And Well, there were some spots, though, in the movie, like almost scene for scene. It was like Jaws. I'm not uh, surprised. There's a lot of nods to Jaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it was Did kind they say, of... smile, you son of a... Pretty much, he did say something. I can't remember the line, but he did say something like that. Um, Do they get in trouble for that? I don't think so. No, it was no, an you, homage to no. the, yeah. to the oh, movie. You can't, okay. Well, it's you funny. Can't one get in of trouble the, for stealing. One, towards the end of the movie, there's a scene where there's a bunch of people at the beach, and they're all in these different color, like vibrant colored inner tubes. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Meg is starting to swim towards all these swimmers, and we're like, "Oh my God, it's like a bowl of Fruit Loops for this shark." <laughs> 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 it, it, was just, that's, it does look like it. All the ads are like that, too. They're really great, honestly. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of um, escape everything. There's, you know, no high expectations. No just, Ro- no Robert Shaw. Yeah, no, no Robert yeah, Shaw. Yeah, no Robert Shaw. Ro- I just, well, my son loves sharks, and I brought him to see the Meg, and he's six years old. <clears throat> and it wasn't as gory, actually, as Jaws, believe it or not. And... Um, he wanted to watch Jaws the next day at home. So I'm like, okay. So we watched it, and he had it didn't bother him one bit. He wasn't scared. He thought it was cool. He's like, here comes Jaws. Here comes Jaws. And, you know, so I don't know. The kid, he it's loves. It's scary, though, Jaws in 2018, do you think? Like, I don't find it scary. It's, no. Yeah. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. that, oh, that first scene. That first scene's pretty grim. Yeah. yeah. When a woman gets eaten, or eaten well, feet yeah. first. So but to see, speak. back in the 70s, we didn't know that much about. Sharks, believe it. Or, the the general public. Like the Jaws really did make people think sharks are a lot scarier than they They're are, like and they look yeah. they look scary. Yeah. But, well, yeah. there's just something about being dragged underwater. And <laughs> sure. That is a little frightening. No, no whenever they whenever they do the uh, Jaws week, they always can't the camera, Andy. One thing about the Meg's advertising is that you can actually learn something. What? 
Like, did. did you know that in a 170-pound human, uh, it has 170,000 calories if you ate the whole thing? I did not know <laughs> so that. So there you go. 1,000 oh. calories a pound? So, uh, for so, sure, yeah. weight watchers. Uh, that would make sense. <laughs> Six kilograms of protein, 50,000 calories from fat. Well, the megalodon Ooh. is so big. That's high in that, fat. That is high in fat. In the scenes when he you know, goes to get a person, it's in one chomp. I mean, you don't see, like, limbs flying everywhere, like in Jaws. I want some limbs flying. (laughs) I want to see a leg float to the bottom. All right, Kristen, I'm going to run down the top five movies, and then I'll tell you, because I I would like to see all five of them, but one of them is too long, so I'm not going. It's just too long. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we start with The Meg. I do want to see that, so that everybody would agree that's worth seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a fun popcorn mm -hmm. flick. Okay, okay. Mission Impossible, I'd love to see, but they need to cut about 45 minutes out of it, and then I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. It's just two and a half hours is way too long. I, I know, but with Mission Impossible... Especially Impo- for an action film, but it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, it, but I, uh, they space out the action scenes so well that mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's a long movie. You know what I mean? A lot of wine. A lot yeah. of wine. <laughs> <laughs> good wine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now the third movie is the first one I want to see, and I'm, we're going to see it on Thursday night. Christopher Robin. I cannot wait no. to see Christopher yes. Robin. I love it. Sweet. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, the next one I've heard sucks, but I want to see it anyway. Slender Man. Why would you want to see that? Because I just like to pull it on you kids. <laughs> oh. Just because I am Slender Man. Uh. <laughs> you are, you are the Slender Man. Hardly not. But what have you heard about that, Kristen? Is Slender Man as horrible as everybody says it is? Yep. <laughs> no surprises there. I like that she's going, yep. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, isn't this movie kind of based on the uh, the case where the girl stabbed her friend? Yes. Okay, yeah, because I think the parents of, is it the daughter who was stabbed, they're actually, they were pretty upset about this movie coming oh, I out. I imagine. Um, I'm trying to remember because it's been so long because they've done a document. There's a documentary on HBO about it. Yeah, there is, right. Um, I can't, those two girls, I, I can't believe their parents did not notice how broken those two girls yeah, were. Yeah, really. And the final one, I've heard this is a true story and I definitely want to see it, even though I think the, the director's a pain in the ass. Black Klansman. What? I heard that's what? a true story. Yeah. That it's a true mm-hmm. story. Mike Lee, this is—I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to tell you this is going to be in the mix for award show season. That's Ooh. what I understand. Now it's not yeah. just stolen from Dave Chappelle's idea of the black man. <laughs> <is it? laughs> that was the, because that, that was funny. The blind black Klansman was <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. And at the end of that, at the end of that scene, he divorced. Oh my God. He, he divorced his wife because she had married a black person. <laughs> yeah. he did. She was a big end lover, is what <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle actually said. Oh, man. So, so Slender Man's the one that you would avoid? Yes, for sure. There's, so, okay. there's actually a lot of good, fun movies out right now. Crazy Rich Asians is going to be huge at the box office what? this weekend. That's I another one to take a look at. I did see that the eighth trailer. Grade does look great. indie film. You need to be seeing Eighth Grade. That's another one that's gotten a lot of buzz. I think we talked about it a few weeks did, back. Was mm-hmm. it called Crazy Rich Asians? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's They're based billionaires. off of um, a very, it's a best-selling novel um, that's been adapted for the film. But this is the first major film featuring an all-Asian cast. This is how far back we go. This is the Joy Luck Club. Really? 
Yeah, and I'm talking That's about a, a major back. Hollywood release. I know we're good. don't throw hidden Jim Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon at me. That is considered an independent art house film. Yeah, so right, we're talking right. about a major release nationwide. So yeah, I do want to say I saw the trailer for that. That does look really good. It looks really, yeah. really good. I wonder it's in Asia. Be big. It's going to be big. I wonder in Asia how many all white cast movies there are made. Oh, he, or they're not made, but they're shown. <laughs> yeah. That's our culture we export. Except then they shoot scenes with an Asian actor and then splice them in and they look horrible. Yeah. They actually do do that in China. And and, uh, Christian, what do you think of uh, them capping the salaries of actors in China? Do you think that's going to move all that industry here? Uh, I hope not. I mean, I think it's a bad idea, honestly. I get it, but you you don't necessarily want an actor. Like, do they deserve $20 million? But... I think what happens is it becomes a trickle-down theory, and the middle-class actor will be affected in the end. So, oh, but that's in China. You don't right? want that. Yeah, but in China, they... It's in China, but if it was adopted, adapted here, huge problem. I mean, it's a huge problem in China because, you know, they control everything over there. Yep, that's right. It, they're controlling how much you earn, how you live, how many kids you're having. All right, so I have to ask everybody a question, but Kristen, Andy, and Cassie, you probably won't remember this, but I, I want to know the logic behind this. In every single Charlie Chan movie ever made, his son is really an Asian. But he's a white guy made to look like an Asian. Why did they do that? Probably they, because they, it's funny. But they haven't. No, no, they didn't mean it for, these are dramas. Charlie they, Chan? Charlie Chan's yeah. were dramas. Yeah, they were dramas. But why is it okay for the son to be a real Asian, but the dad can't be a real Asian? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, I don't get that. Oh, that it was Cindy, uh, Sidney Toller. There were three guys who played Charlie Chan. Sidney Toller was one of them. And I can't remember. If I heard the other two's names, I'd know. I loved the movies, but even as a kid, I went, why do they have a white guy look, trying to look like an Asian guy? You know, that's, the, that's the racism and the bigotry that was in Hollywood at the time. And still is, by the uh, way. Go to Breakfast no. at Tiffany's with Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Oh, oh, yeah, he's got the buck teeth and everything, doesn't well, he? Well, you have to remember that, you know, back in those days, that wasn't too far away from... You know, not enjoying the Asian culture at all in America. No, because of Correct. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't so like it when they got like, moved. Because Audrey Hepburn's so lovely in the film, and then you come across the, his scenes, and it's so cringeworthy. It's mm-hmm. yeah. awful. I could it see that. It's a different world. I could see that, but, uh, boy, I'm looking at some of the movies that, that came out. Some of them did okay, and others just, what the hell is the miseducation of Cameron Post? What is that? Sounds like an indie. It already came out. Made $198,000, and it's in 33rd place. (laughs) Oh, my God. How about Buy buy Bust? That opened this week. It's in 25 theaters. It's made $77,000. Like good Buy Bust or Buying? Buy Bust. I don't know what that means. But... You know, it's just me. Yeah, I, Hollywood's an interesting place, and you're stuck out there, and you're never going to get out. It's too bad for you. <laughs> it's so sad, isn't it? It's what very sad. Been? You're stuck out with all those nut jobs out there in Hollywood, and, you know, it's just <laughs> that kind of deal. Uh, Kristen, we had a wonderful time. You know Frank Caliendo, right? Yes. Okay, Frank yesterday did two hours on this show, and then this morning he came oh. in and did three hours of the morning Jeez. show. I've known Frank for about 25 years. It just, what a talent that guy is. Amazing talent. Hard worker, too. Man. Yep, very hard worker. 
Old just, school work ethic. No question about it. Um, I like an old school work ethic. Yeah, work, just like a work ethic would be old <laughs> no, school. I want to say, no, listen, I, when, I, I'm living out here in L.A., so work ethic between the East Coast and the Midwest is completely different than the work ethic on the West Coast. And I believe, like, especially New England, we have, like, a hearty work ethic that I swear goes all the way back to the original 13 colonies. It's, like, ingrained in you. Out here on the West Coast, people who were born and raised have a much different view of, like, work and education and everything else that we see yeah. in other parts of the country. Yeah. And, and that reflects in the uh, elective homeless state. The people that have chosen <laughs> have chosen to be that way because yeah. there are people who have chosen to be that way because the social services are so good and so great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and the real, weather's not bad out here. That, no, that's, it's, it's easy to be more. it's easy to be homeless in in uh, Southern California. We'll be right back more with Kristen Burt live from Hollywood. Although she's going to be thrown out any minute, we'll be right back. Tom <laughs> Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well. I received my first MyPillow, and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and MyPillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. MyPillow is offering buy one MyPillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. At the Copa, the Copa Cabana. What do you think? This is Aretha. I love Aretha. Freeway of Love. This is more the 80s. Aretha. I am going to miss Aretha. I never got a chance to meet her, never even talked to her. And she was working until like so, yeah. six months ago or something. Yeah, she was. Absolutely. She, well, got, and she had to cancel, couldn't perform anymore. Yeah, she kept talking about That's how a lot of cancers retiring, are, though. Retiring, but never did. You don't know they exist until it's too late. The well, party's yeah. over. Mm. Her last performance, though, she looked very thin. She did. Yeah, yeah. I saw the picture. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised people, especially people like... Her, who have a lot of money, don't get pan scans, like, all the time. $101 uh, million dollars she's worth. Yeah, exactly. I would get a pan scan every three months. 
Well, that's because you're a hypochondriac. Most well, people don't think you're going to get sick. Most people <laughs> well, there don't. You go. You know, if you're in your seventies and you smoked and uh, you're overweight, yeah. you should expect a to get sick. A lot of very famous people think that they're immortal, and that's why they just do she, so many drugs. Mm. Was she diabetic? I wonder. I don't know about that. I don't have any idea. I was thinking, though, her health probably wasn't her number one priority also because she had been overweight a lot of her career. Yeah, that's true. So she's maybe one of those people that's like, eh, you know, I don't always go to the doctor. I don't always take care of my health. She did have diabetes. She did, okay. Mm. Did, but doesn't, well, I guess it doesn't really matter now. She lost the weight. Her diabetes could get better or go away. Yeah. Wow, she lost a lot of weight. Mm. She lost a lot of weight. She probably lost 150 pounds. Wow. Maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Well, she's down to 80 now. She's only weighs 80 pounds. Well, right yeah, that's part of it. That's the whole deal. So there's a reason I'm asking this because it, it involves Don Rickles, and I adore Don Rickles. Although today he'd be considered a serial bully and should probably be imprisoned. <clears throat> Even though he wasn't bullying people, yeah. it was humor. Uh, they'd probably throw him in prison now. <laughs> you insulted someone. You need to go to jail. Anyway. And I'll tell you why, what this reference is all about. Ralph, Dr. Basham brought in some fruit to the show today. And one of the things he brought in was a melon, and it smells like somebody farted. <laughs> <laughs> what is it again? You told me what it was. Well, the, the captains and Andy said thiols are just sulfur-containing uh, yeah. compounds that come off of rotting flesh and stool. It's a sulfur and hydrogen. That's all mm, it is. It makes me so hungry. So it actually is poop. No, <laughs> well, it's, no it's, it's, it's smells that come out of poop, but it's the same smells. It's the same smells that come out of the uh, stuff that's at the bottom of a wine barrel too. And oh, bananas, okay. bananas. You can actually you can actually synthesize the smell of a banana out of a bunch of different stuff. Really? But yeah, it's just like it's just a it's just a sulfur and a hydrogen, and then what else is on it determines what it smells like. But it's always strong. Here, and most smells are bad. Here's why I brought it up. Because the very same thing, Don Rickles was on The Tonight Show, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes in, hey, Johnny, my wife and I went to this dinner. It was unbelievable. This guy brings a melon. Hey, look, I grew, the, I grew my own melons. They're, they're phenomenal. I brought them over. He said, Johnny, I, I got to be honest with you. It had this really kind of weird odor. And, and at one point, the guy sitting next to me turned to his wife and said, is that you or me, May? <laughs> I love Don Rickles so much. Is that you or me? He accused his wife of smelling like a turd. That's really nice. Yeah, it's marriage. Uh, oh. Well, that's about being married a long time. And Kristen, you're the last person I'm going to tell this, but it's true. We went, uh, Catherine and I went to a convention in Chicago Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yep. And it was all the morning radio people in the United States, and it was something else. It was a very nice convention. I didn't get recognized by one person. Catherine got recognized three times by people who listened to the podcast. What uh, the hell? That's amazing. Oh, yeah, laugh it up, Kristen. I know. I'm, I'm always amazing. shocked. I'm, well, hey, that's, that's flattering, isn't it, when people recognize you? I'm always just like, you listen to this? What? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's really I, nice. Listen, I know people listen to the Tom Bernard podcast because I get so much follow-up from the shows. You're Listeners are amazing. They are. They are. They They're wonderful. They tweet me people. and they'll talk to me and they make comments and I appreciate it. Well, they love you though, don't they? 
Uh, Everyone so far has been very kind to me. So. Yeah, they, Kristen, I I've never, I mean, I do get comments about Andy and Ralph, but <laughs> <laughs> negative comments about, but <laughs> no, she doesn't. no, I don't. She's lying. Uh, no, mm. I've never gotten one bad comment about Kristen, only positive. Oh, tell the Thank truth. Yeah. All, all the bad comments are about me, aren't they? No, not really. Liar. They used to be. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you. I feel but, so much better but, now. But I convinced them that you're okay. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm very, Underneath very happy for that. your Billy Goat Gruff thing. You're Billy okay. Goat's Gruff. <laughs> you're the Gwen Stefani song. You're really lovely underneath it all. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's, that's really right. great having Kristen Everybody and Catherine on the same show. Your that's great. secret's out, Tom. Your secret is out. What's the secret again? That you're nice underneath it all. This is really good news. You're a cream puff. Yes, well, it's probably true. Uh, I just saw a headline. I have not read the story yet, but apparently a bunch of 11-year-olds hacked the Florida voting system. I kind of read that that. yesterday. Of course it's in Florida. And of course it's in Florida. And of course it's in Florida. That's very true. That part is very true. Of course it happened in Florida. Unbelievable. What do you got, Andy? Uh, Let's see. I got the story if you want me to bring it up. I can do that. Oh, they're looking for this. Oh, yeah. See, Uh, fake news. What a surprise. Fake news? How is it fake news? Because it didn't happen. What happened was they made a replica of the state election site and had a competition to see who could get into it and hack it so but they did get into it and hack it but it wasn't real yeah but it 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 was a simulation of the real one right Mm -hmm. so the real one could be hacked as well well not necessarily they don't know what kind of security they have And, and it's interesting when you put up a competition like that you're pretty much saying this can be hacked yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. They they so find the flaw. Yeah, true. They have they have to put in a method to hack it, which in real sites isn't true. Yeah, it's a very good point. In fact, it's something you shouldn't do. Kristen, what's the word on uh, Sam Smith? Is he ever gonna is he gonna live through this Michael Jackson thing? I don't even know what's happening with Sam Smith. Oh, oh give I'll me read, the scoop. I'll read the story. Michael Jackson's fans want to be starting something with Sam Smith after an online post showed him dissing the King of Pop. People reports the British singer was recently kicking back on a boat with American Idol finalist Adam Lambert and other friends when Lambert started recording their conversation. At one point, training the camera directly on Smith, I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song, Smith said as Jackson's human nature played in the background. Lambert posted the clip to his Instagram, though the swift reaction to Smith's MJ jab how is that a jab? If you don't like him, you don't like him. It doesn't yeah. mean that he's horrible. You can actually not like something that everybody else likes. It doesn't mean that Michael Jackson... It's called an opinion. It's an opinion. Now you can't even have opinions anymore. Is that right? No, you can't. You cannot have oh, any opinions uh, and uh, don't share them on Twitter if you don't want to get attacked. You know, Adam Lambert seems like a complete scumbag to me. Kind of is. He really is. Ugh. He just He's always getting somebody else into trouble or recording some without their knowledge or whatever. What is what is wrong with him? That, you know, maybe he wants attention. There's a lot of that going around. He but clearly thought, wants attention. Well, I thought he was the lead singer now for who? Didn't he become a lead singer in a band that's pretty popular? Like, I can't remember what it is, but I don't Boys know. Boys to Men? Metallica? I love Boys to Men. 
Remember that joke? Oh, you threw that no, in because of Michael Jackson, didn't you? Oh no! Oh no! I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, no, you knew no, the... no, I was. I'm gonna admit that I was not that sophisticated. Joan. Oh, Adam Lambert is uh, touring with Queen. Oh, Queen. Wow. That's exactly right. That's exactly. It it's Queen. That's exactly. Oh it. Yeah. yeah. Queen plus Adam Lambert is a thing. Joan Rivers got huge heat over this joke. I loved Joan Rivers, and today she probably couldn't say it because it would be just horrible, and she should be hanged for saying it. She walks out on stage and says, you guys know Boys to Men, the song? Like, uh, Boys to Men, you know those guys? Uh, yeah, Boys to Men. Michael Jackson thought it was a delivery service. I mean, that's Joan Rivers oh, all the way right yeah, there. Yeah. But that's only Joan Rivers could have delivered that. Right. Nobody else. You are correct. Nobody. You are so right about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. She, she, she was the female Don Rickles. She was. But she, in some way. Yeah, boy, she broke broke down a lot of barriers for women in comedy because she was the first beautiful female comedian. Yeah. The other ones, like Phyllis Diller was a beautiful woman, but she made herself look really weird because she was afraid people wouldn't laugh at her because she was too good looking. Yeah. I don't think people know that. Yeah, before Joan Rivers, there weren't a whole lot of uh, women that would allow themselves to look good if they were comedians. Well, and if you think back, though, if you think about, like, Jerry Lewis, he used to do a lot of characters where he looked really... Whitey. Yeah, and weird teeth mm-hmm. and, yeah, he you did. know, well, he nutty did the, professor. Yeah, he did the Asian thing, too, with the yeah. thick glasses and the buck teeth. Yeah, he did, I yeah. maybe that was just kind of... Yeah, I think yeah, char- people thought it was funny to yeah, be like ugly. Yeah, like a character kind of a thing. I don't know. Let's make fun of someone who's got very poor eyesight and bad teeth. Mm. So, uh, so we should laugh at all. We, so, so we should make fun of all British uh, actors. I'm sorry, that was. Oh. You know. It's funny you mentioned that because Catherine and I. Want, you remember One Step Beyond the series when yeah, we were yeah. kids? Well, it's on. Kind of like Twilight Zone stole it. It's on Amazon. It was on a year before Twilight Zone yeah. started, and Twilight Zone did kind of take some ideas. Yeah, from they it. sure did. But there's a. Uh, an episode about, and it, it's a true story. They, everything on there is supposed to be a true story about a woman who didn't want to take her honeymoon on the Titanic. And you know about the mm-hmm. book, right? The guy, a, a guy, fifteen years before it happened, wrote a book about exactly what happened. And the name of it, the the boat in his book was the Titan. I mean, it's really eerie. It is. That's really close. It's really eerie because he predicted exact. They hit an iceberg. It was an unsinkable ship called the Titan. It was the whole deal. But the British actors in there, I noticed that one woman had beautiful teeth because everybody else's (laughs) teeth were so hideous. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I remember watching, you know, in the, the, one of my absolute favorite movies all time, Waking Ned, was Waking Ned Divine. Yeah, love that movie. And the oh, actors in there, movie. just did, their teeth were not perfect, they, you know, and you just, and it was always so interesting and just so much more believable than the absolute perfectly capped uh, chicken. I showered teeth with fruity yeah. soaps. Oh, that woman, the, the mother <laughs> the in it. Oh, it looked like she had like mealworms in her mouth instead yeah. of teeth. Oh, they were hideous teeth. It's unfortunate, but sad, but true. You know what are you going to do? But um, just very quick wrap up on that uh, on that Sam Smith story. Uh, so so Lambert, as he does, he he. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Lambert posted the clip to his Instagram. Though the swift reaction to Smith's uh, MJ jab soon forced Lambert to take the post down. Of uh, course. In general, that reaction was not kind to Smith, especially since, as EW notes. The Stay With Me crooner has mentioned R&B singers such as Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston as influences on an 
Well, what does that have to do with Michael Jackson? It's Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. It's not racist. Oh, my God. I think he's but he's been influenced by, like, R&B and soul in his music, and I think it's probably, like, a broad... Look, I love Michael Jackson's music. I think he was a very sick man. There's no question about that. I loved his music, however. I think Thriller is one of the greatest albums ever recorded. Uh, I didn't like him as a man, but I did like him as an artist. You can right? say that about a lot of people. Yeah, well, I think that yeah. most uh, artists that you appreciate the most really have a lot of uh, demons and oh, a lot no of sickness. Doubt. I mean, look mm-hmm. look at the number that aren't with us anymore because of drugs mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's just, it's just horrible. I'm surprised Kristen's still around. That's right. She's so, <laughs> yeah, no. such a talent. She's such a talent, and she's got all these demons, don't you? <laughs> Just on she this just show. laughs. She just laughs at having <laughs> demons. All her so demons. boring. Yes. I'm so boring. I'm boring. I don't have a lot of, a lot of vices. You, yeah, you don't, do you? You, uh, you, you? Do you work out a lot because you stay in really good shape, which is nice? Mm-hmm. I like to work out. Yeah, I don't Catherine work out. Like, I'm not a crazy like gym rat or anything like that. I do just enough. Cassie Whatever did work out, but she's got 11 kids, so she can't. <laughs> they they keep you middle. nice and thin, I'll tell you that. furry kittens. Oh, you have kittens? No. I have two kittens. Very sweet. I have two kittens plus three adult cats, so we have five cats. You have five cats and 11 children. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm. God, you're busy all you're the busy. time. You're busy. I am. very busy I don't person. know. I, I don't know what it is about my kittens, but they like to spider cat. All over the screens on the windows. Oh, yeah, kittens yeah. so do that. They'll climb anything they can. Oh my gosh! I'll go. I'll walk into like the kitchen, and there's the cat on the window. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of those suction cup Garfield yep. things. I'm like, get down! What are you doing? <laughs> That's why kittens are so well known for climbing things and then not being able to get down. Oh, she. They'll got, just climb anything they can. Yeah, she. Uh, Morgan, she's she's my troublemaker. So, yeah, she'll pop into my bedroom, and she'll go behind my blinds and climb up the... So I hear this flap, 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 and wake me up in the middle of the night. So we've shut our bedroom door. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can't let a a cat into your bedroom because it will wake you up. Kristen, every week I tell you this, but it's true. Your hour goes by so quickly, it's unbelievable. I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad you're not like, I can't wait to kick her off. Oh, my God. She's on again. Ever shut up. (laughs) Doesn't she have to do anything? I love that line. I I love that Orson Welles. Doesn't he have to do anything? (laughs) He's doing that wine commercial. (laughs) Kristen, always a pleasure. We look forward to next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.